Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode 62. I'm Single White Medusa. And I'm I'm Nick Cole. (laughs) What were you going to say? I'm Nick Cole. I was going to say I'm here with Nick Cole, but I'm not not Nick Cole. Although I am Nick Cole, which is close to being Nick Cole. Yeah. Just a slight... Sometimes I think people assume that we're narcissists because we've married the same person with the same name or the a person with the same name yeah like that would that would be like what a like a, a narcissist would do that's true yeah. yeah but we're not no i think we're the opposite of narcissists i yeah. know you are you're filled with so much self-loathing <laughs> well yeah i mean i don't know about self-loathing and all i need is doubt maybe, yeah something. all i need is a good like quiet afternoon and some wind hustling through the bamboo and a little cup of coffee and I can find a few dozen things to dislike about me. <laughs> oh, why? There's so much to like. Well, I know where I've been. I know where this mouth has been. <laughs> and, and that mind. Yes, and the mind. You know, oh my gosh. <laughs> you have what quite a, a cesspool. Mind. <laughs> hey, but that's how you write dirty, all your dirty. books. <laughs> There's not enough bleach for my mind. Well. It's a good thing I have Jesus. Yes. And I don't say that in like a Jesus kind of way, but. I am always glad, glad I have Jesus. Definitely. Yeah. No, but I mean, I think that's that helps your books be interesting in that you, you know, your mind uh, works differently. What's wrong is the drink. How's your coffee drink? It's good. <laughs> okay. It's good. Cat. <laughs> it's good, cat. Good. What would you like to talk you about You derailed today? on that. You're just like, yeah. You just well, saw. I was going to go back in and take care of business and get you a new drink if it was not just right that's perfect it's coffee okay it's coffee good i love it it's a little old today there's a little bitterness to it about it but it's fine no no it's cool i'm cool i got coffee i'm not we're not stuck in afghanistan for example i'm not stuck in afghanistan getting left behind by joe biden i cannot even believe that's on the table yeah like no it is I didn't. I didn't think that was ever, ever, ever on the table in our country ever. Like, I obviously not even being an expert on soldiers like you are. I even knew like soldiers never. You never even leave soldiers behind. No. Much less civilians. No. I don't mean to say much less, but like I would think you would do that. Even like I don't know. I would think you would make sure even more so with uh, citizens, like like normal citizens. Joe Biden likes to always go on about his one son that served. Um, who I think only served as like a National Guard AG, but Joe likes to pretend he was an operator. If I'm wrong about that, correct me. But both his kids got political appointments. They weren't actual soldiers, which I never knew political appointments could happen. The one son couldn't make it through, I think, a month's worth of, of guard drills, which I think is like one drill, without getting busted for drugs, even though they, they made him like a Navy 04, which is like... You know, I mean, that's that's the like to to allow that kind of thing to happen is a complete contempt for the military. So um, it doesn't surprise me that very large portions of our own people. I don't know about the military. I think the military is going to make it out of there. Um, But I think there's a lot of former military civilians there that could be contractors. And I think there's some people who actually met somebody that they liked and decided to stay there and i've heard that story Mm. but this is the attitude of a politician that's never actually served um that's used the military as a prop when they needed it and to hold the doors for them going in and out of uh, the special people meetings and um 
never was paying attention when they swore the oath of office. But it's drilled into you, I mean, really from moment one, as a soldier at least, that you are responsible for your buddy and you don't leave them behind. And there are great efforts made within military organizations to make sure that no one is left behind. So I think the soldiers on the ground are doing an excellent job mm -hmm. despite the circumstances. I have been getting some back channel messages from people who were there and they have some concerns. They are concerned that grifters are now coming along trying to get people to give them money and raise money for rescue operations and all kinds of nonsense like that. And they are feeling um, very disheartened by this entire thing, which does lead me to believe that it was a psychological operation by China to publicly humiliate us and break us. And there's not one decision that Joe Biden has made that convinces me that he has anyone's interests at heart except China. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's that. That's going on. Um, somebody that I have played Dungeons and Dragons with is a guy named Terry Shepard, who you guys all know from Hollywood Weapons, and uh, is a Green Beret. And he turned me on today to a military analyst who he says is one of the smartest people in the room. And that military analyst, uh, I'll try to look up his, his name while we're in the podcast, um, said basically this is about to go to hell in a handbasket. And you're looking at multiple Benghazis all on the same day Oof. happening very quickly. And so this will be this will be the final act of humiliation. And poor old Juicebox Joe, who's uh, too busy bowing down to the women's WNBA, but... It, <laughs> You know, in the defense of the bow, he was probably promised a child once he got down to that knee. <laughs> so one of the most brutal things I ever said about Joe Biden is when uh, his leg got quote unquote hurt and then he was wearing the boot on one leg and then he was wearing it on the next day. On the other and, and people who had broken their foot, like, you don't wear a boot for two days and not wear it. It's like six months. Mm -hmm. And uh, the most brutal thing I said is one of the children must have fought back. Mm, I know. That was savage. I know, but... I, I think it could possibly have been true, you know. Sure. Sadly. Stuff I've heard. Why not? Yeah. yeah why not? Stuff you've They're seen. They're freaks. Like he. Acts They're freaks. Like so yeah. creepy around yeah. kids, like multiple times, not just once. Yeah, but this is a bad situation getting worse because there's worse stuff going on that you're not supposed to pay attention to or see, and I think we're going to discuss some of that today. But uh, Afghanistan is for other people. You are getting a good look at the elites and how they feel about you and the things that they're saying. Like Jen Psaki saying, uh, no Americans are being left behind when they're clearly being left behind. Um, you're getting a good look at the fact that only 3,000 Americans have been delivered back. But I think it's on the order of about 19,000 to 23,000. Afghanis have been displaced to uh, other states. Swing states. Swing states and other nation states. Mm -hmm. But uh, but they're going to go to those swing states because you got to get those Democratic voters. That See, when the rubber meets the road, that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Not rescuing people, but the next election. And that's how those utter scumbags think. Yeah. And that's why you should do everything, and I mean everything, 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 everything to get rid of them from office yes. because they're, they're cancer. They are a cancer in this nation. And if you think that I sound a little red-pilled or black-pilled or whatever right now, man, 
you should hear some people that six months ago were very middle of the line. They they are seething with rage at what is being done to this country, and they're doing it. They are doing it, and I don't know. What do you want to talk about? You know, that's kind of a distraction. Because there was uh, a, there was an odd thing you read me this morning, and I think we can kind of go through that a little bit. And it'll sound crazy because we want to move on to these things and talk about all the crazy things that are out there. Um, the thing that we're going to read you is going to sound a little crazy, and I think you should. And it could be crazy, and I think it needs a little research. But it is interesting in the who's involved thing to show you that none of these people have good intentions. All of it is nepotism. And they're all in it to move your money around to them and their friends, and in this case, their relatives. And so why wouldn't they do some diabolical stuff? Um, Because they're getting paid. So go ahead and read that out. Yeah, so this is interesting. It is a letter to the editor, and it's on cairnsnews.org. I'm not sure what Cairn, like C-A-I-R-N-S. That's still Cairn. I think it's in Australia, like Cairns. Australia. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, the title is Health Minister... The the police state of Australia, currently. Seriously. Health Minister Hunt's Family Involvement in Graphene and Vaccines. So yes, this is referring to the Health Minister of Australia. Letter to the editor. Graphene oxide in the vaccines. Dot, dot, dot. Ellipses. (laughs) And that's been a big conspiracy theory. Um you know graphene and you know it is this really great cool new scientific substance that a lot of people are doing a lot of really interesting things with and the argument has been made is there graphene in it which is a valid question for people to ask because graphene is toxic and graphene is what everybody wants to play with right now toxic to humans so where it gets murky is when the people who are forcing you to get the vaccine and getting paid so much money that they're becoming billionaires by you, the taxpayer, through the, your your government, through the people like Joe Biden. Um, when you demand to know what's being shot in your body, they tell you that that trade secret you paid for, you can't know. Mm-hmm. You paid for it, you can't know. Yeah. So that's how wacky it is. And this is whether the graphene part is true or not. And I'd like a little information. I'm inclined maybe to believe this one. But um, what bothers me is the fact that you're not allowed to know. And then you find that these three assholes are all brothers and getting rich. Yeah, exactly. And to be specific, because I actually don't know if there's a difference, but I think there's probably some sort of a difference. In the vaccines, it's said that it's graphene oxide Mm -hmm. rather than just straight up graphene. I don't know. It's probably, I don't know how big of a difference that is. I'm guessing that the science people people in our our feed (laughs) will then uh, storm in there and tell us that there can be no such thing as a tailored virus that can kill anybody and i'm like well guy who put that in the comments and i love that i love a good comment but i would just say that's what this the science guy said yeah, the like big science symposium. <laughs> you know like that's what he said and and then you just dropped into the comments and said uh that can never happen and then you didn't support that with anything like i'm a scientist which you don't have to be a scientist i'm not a scientist or like here's my evidence or anything like that you just and i thought that was odd like i think you have a good point support that point I supported it by telling you, Science Guy said it at Big Science Symposium that all the weirdo scientists, Frankensteinian, Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein people were at. 
they were gleefully cackling about the ability to terminate people with a tailored virus. Or a tailored what's, vaccine. What's your, what's, your, what's your science? Throw it out there, bro. <laughs> I'd like to hear it. I bet it's good. So, then it goes on to say, this press conference may make sense now, given Andrew Twiggy Forrest, given Andrew Twiggy Forrest minds graphene. They have a lot of links, so then they have a link. You don't need to read all those links. Okay. Just, just read it. All roads lead back to graphene. As we already know, graphene is a superconductor. As Dr. Jane Ruby stated on the Stu Peters show, the blood of a vaccinated person under microscope showed the red blood cells strangely light up due to the inclusion of graphene in the vaccines. Um, I might say from my research that it could be from the luciferase also, yeah. or it could be both. But yeah. anyway, um, then it says... Uh, Health Minister Greg Hunt's involvement with graphene research in the U.S. and Australia is a real family affair. Then I found an article on an experiment Now, that would be the health minister behind the Orwellian lockdowns right now in Australia. Yeah. And apparently his family mines a lot of graphene. Nothing suspicious there, kids. Yeah. Then I found an article on an experiment done at none other than the University of California, which just so happens to include one Professor Robert Bob Hunt, who by pure coincidence is Australian Health Minister Greg Hunt's brother. Wow! And who receives funding through a foundation called the Hunt Lab. Wow! So this guy's government brother gets him money Mm -hmm. through their foundation, family foundation, so that he can do his work in graphene, which is this supposedly uh, really cool substance that may or may not be in the vaccine, which is toxic to humans that we're not allowed to know about because proprietary uh, intellectual property, but never mind the fact that you're actually paying for that with your tax dollars. Oh, and because you're paying for it with your tax dollars, they get to become billionaires. You don't get to become a billionaire. You get a science experiment. Hope you don't get Guillain-Barre syndrome. Yeah. And who receives funding through a foundation called the Hunt Lab, as does his other brother, Professor John Hunt at the University of NSW. What? There's three brothers, and they're all in this together, and it's a good thing one brother is in government, so he can make sure all the money goes exactly where it needs to go fairly and equitably. They always talk about those words, right? Oh, yeah. Everything's got to be fair and equitable for the white liberal. But it's funny, those words never apply to their family. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi's husband. All of them. Every liberal. Joe Biden. That's a good one right there. The brother was building parts uh, apartments in Iraq, getting rich. The kid's going around getting $5 million from the mayor of Moscow, a uh, bunch of money from China, a bunch of money from Ukraine. These are the ones that we know about. Hunter Biden has no education, no skills, a is a full-blown addict. drug addict, uh, seems to have some severe personality problem issues, yet he makes more money than you with no criminal record, no drug record, working hard every day. It just happens that his name is Biden. But tell me more about Joe Biden kneeling at the WNBA ceremony for fairness and equity. Because, you know, female basketball players are as good as Michael Jordan, right? You guys are all racist because you don't want to watch it because they're so good. In fact, they're better. They're better. Fairness, equity. Except when it comes to our relatives making money by taking your money and laundering it through the government so they get it like these three assholes. (laughs) Exactly. So, UNSW 
has coincidentally received millions in grants from Greg Hunt millions. and the federal government. UCI grant-funded experiments discovered they could they could remote control the heartbeat of a mouse, speeding, what? It, speeding it up or down remotely by way of graphene. Well, that's just crazy because I was told that the vaccine is just to fight off COVID, and I was initially told that this Wonder vaccine was going to make sure that the vaccinated were safe from COVID. And then, up ah, breakthrough! I was told that well, well, it doesn't necessarily do that, guys. But what it does is it does it does train your body to fight COVID better. Oh, lots of vaccinated people in the hospital. I guess that doesn't work. And now you're telling me that with a certain amount of graphene in the system, you can use science, which we're about to discover, which is very interesting in a certain way. Um, this is not implausible to speed up people's hearts, you know, and maybe possibly give them, uh, uh, you know, heart conditions, cause inflammation. Uh, speed up the heart, cause heart attacks, blood clots. That's what a blood clot is when your heart speeds up too fast. Mm. Um, if they did do this, with their, which they're going to get into, which is LIDAR, which is a form of radar technology and things like that, that was pretty stupid because there's radar all the time everywhere. Yeah. Like literally you're getting scanned by radar right now just because of airplanes. And you said not to say when there's a link all the time, but because that's such a crazy Nicole, to me like that's a crazy Medusa, thing to I say. said don't say it but it's true <laughs> no but there yeah I mean to me that's say like, the like, link yeah no no I'm just saying the link is from the NIH yeah, so the link yeah. to that is like yeah. an actual NIH this is not this is not from the about, hemp times yeah <laughs> you know like this is literally hey you know this is something we were working on we shot graphene into mice and then we gave them heart attacks and then people are legitimately asking like gee, I sure hope there's no graphene in this drug because it's toxic. And oh my gosh, you didn't tell me that you could actually give me a heart attack with it if you shot radio waves at me. And we'll get into like, does that actually exist? Does that happen? When we talk about why Kamala Harris went off to Southeast Asia and suddenly got attacked by Havana syndrome. Yeah, that was crazy. Okay, so then it says... So then I look up what could light up or activate graphene in respect to light robotics, and I found an existing remote control technology called LiDAR that, like graphene, has many applications. One of the applications of this LiDAR technology includes drones, just like the ones they have in Sydney right now. The li this LiDAR technology is also already in our mobile phones, pulsing out silent and unseen messages. LiDAR is also currently implemented in medical equipment, in hospital and various therapies. And just look at all the LiDAR companies in Australia. So all these statements have a link that sure. corresponds with them. Yeah. Just saying. We'll post the main one. You can go through it, come through the links, and you yeah. can call it crazy or whatever. Or say, you know, like the guy yesterday in the comments, like, no! And then don't support it with any evidence. Just say no. That's enough. Your argument has been made. I bow in obeisance. Anyways, if you like the podcast, I'm just giving you a hard time. And you're right. It was The Day After Tomorrow, which was a great movie uh, that I was referring to. But I'm just saying, if you're going to jump in and say no, just, just support it with a little evidence or be open to the possibility. But, you know, come on. Don't don't shout me down, man. I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread here. The coffee's a little old today. <laughs> I've been working all day on Forgotten Ruin. It's bad. It's looking grim for Talker. I, it's so No, it's good, though. This is I'm I'm on his well, it's gonna be a big hot on his heels there's, editing. There's gonna be a big matzo ball at the end of this one. Woo! Can't wait to find yeah. out. Right. Okay. So in a nutshell, my thoughts are the COVID nineteen Delta variant 
quote, hotspots are being targeted by LIDAR, activating those who have been vaccinated by way of drones, cameras, and satellites to induce a variety of health issues, including heart attacks, myocarditis, strokes, tremors, and more, depending on how your body reacts when the graphene is activated. This, of course, is then labeled a COVID-19 Delta death, and they will then move on to the, uh, to the next COVID-19 ravaged suburb and continue. This, of course, may be along with mind control, Google Graphene and Mind Medicine. Google yeah. Mind Medicine is a foundation Google created by... Medicine. Yeah, you're like... Because for a second, you're like, what? Whoa, that, where'd you you know, get to that crazy talk? But then they, then they move right on to like, oh, that's an actual thing. Yeah. Google Mind Medicine, a foundation created by Greg Hunt's other brother, Peter Hunt, and Mind Med, a friend of Big Pharma. And his other brother, Stephen Hunt, is the director of graphene company Spark, S-P-A-R-C, and sits on the board of Graphene Enabled Industry Transformation. Again, there's links after all these statements. Yeah, with such a vested in interest in graphene, um, it seems plausible that they would want graphene to be used in the latest way to make billionaires, which is pharma. Yeah. Too bad graphene's toxic to the human body. Exactly. And but, then that's it. But that doesn't matter. You're just mouths. You're just the little people. We're making big money here. We're getting the disappearing edge pool. Uh, my wife is getting all the Hermes bags. We're living. We're we are hanging out with Leo DiCaprio on yachts with the Arab princes. We don't have time to make sure you little people don't die of our science experiment. That's generally the thinking. I'm not wide of that. You'd be surprised. Yeah. yeah. No, I think so too. Yeah. And, and like your death only advances science, because there the weirdest thing in the world is this bunch. Um, wants to track everything and wants to have you on a QR code if you go into the market and you don't uh, you don't have the vax and they want all this level of data and data like the funny thing is how dumb foreigner the government plays when it doesn't want to do something dumb foreigner is like when you talk to a foreign person and you know they clearly speak English but they don't want to do what you're asking them to do or you know requesting information and so they they pretend they don't actually speak English so the government plays, like, for example, dumb foreigner on voting ID. But then it says, oh, my gosh, we have to track every location that you go to and have ID to make sure you're vaccinated because you're killing all of us. And we're also becoming billionaires. So it is always amazing when the governor, the government plays dumb foreigner. But in the end, they know exactly what everybody's dying of. And they know all about the vaccine because this is a science experiment. And they want to know what happens. And they're testing on you. I become more convinced every day. They're testing something on you and they're not taking it. And then they're going to refine it and then they're going to take it. Probably, yeah. most yes. likely, who knows. I would say so. And that's it. And then it just says, why is this not public knowledge? Yeah. And she signs off. So So first off, like I think you could I think you could read that article and you could you could be like our friend in the comments and go, No. And I would agree with that. You could you could give a big no on this. It's it's fairly crazy. Uh, graphene, mind control, heart attacks, uh, all these things that can ruin your life and give you a very bad day. Like, that is the stuff of super science. Except, the government has been doing those things. The government has been interested in that research. Do I think they've accomplished it? I know they've put a lot of time and money and effort into it for quite a long time. So chances are, yeah, they have. But let's just look at some external possible evidence that could tell us these things actually are a possibility. And one of those happened today 
when Kamala Harris went to Singapore and was scheduled to depart for Vietnam and then race back here to save Gavin Newsom's career. Spoiler, it's unsavable. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and throwing Kamala in there is like, do you want me to lose? That's probably what he's thinking right now. Like, literally. Like, inviting Kamala, Kamala Harris to save your campaign is like you're the, uh, you're the loneliest kid in the fifth grade and your mom has to go invite the booger picker to come to your birthday party and that's the only person that shows up at Skateway. That sounds really bad. Yeah, not me. I had everybody. I was popular. <laughs> I'm sure you had everybody. Well, I mean, I think when I was in school, we all kind of just went yeah. to each other's birthdays. Like, yeah. yeah everyone but there were some kids you didn't go to. There were some kids that you were like, nah. Hmm. Now, I didn't get invited to parties a lot because I was oh. kind of spastic. <laughs> and the moms knew. They're like, mm, he causes trouble. Like, give him sugar and that's a problem. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. But the kids thought I was fun. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I would have invited you. So, let's just say um, there's Kamala. Now, Kamala is acting as the president of the United States in a certain way diplomatically. She goes out there into the world. And if you ever talk to any Secret Service people, that is not a light thing. That is every window, every door, every room. There, There's not a hallway that she won't go down that isn't secured well in advance by the Secret Service. And these people are the best. And they're so good at what they do that there's things that they do that we'll never even know. Like a lot goes into protecting that that person. And especially, you know, the closer you get to the president or the VP or those kinds of things. So, without a doubt. Now, the Havana Syndrome is a thing that's been in the news for a couple of years. And it was reported around U.S. embassies, diplomatic missions in other countries that uh, service personnel, State Department, things like that, were getting sick with severe headaches. They were getting a form of brain damage from it. Um, it was, it's pretty, it's a pretty bad thing and it's been happening randomly. Now, the only way that that could happen in multiple countries around the world with that level of security and then suddenly be reproduced in the effective president's entourage on a foreign mission, the only way that could happen is via signal wave of some sort or, uh, directed energy a directed energy weapon of some sort. It's not going to happen by virus. It's not going to happen biologically. They, they scan for that a lot. They have sniffers in the air, helicopters that are overhead looking for those kind of agents, those kind of things. And also, it, 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 like most bacteria and viruses are indigenous to a certain region. So why would it be happening all around the world? No, most likely it is an energy-directed weapon or a signal-directed weapon. And I'm guessing it's some kind of signal-directed weapon. Yeah, because, like, the thing that doesn't make sense with much else is why and why is it only happening near embassies? Like, why isn't it right. just happening all, all over everywhere? Because that's because that because they know because those are fixed locations right. and they can they can arrange for that to happen. Do I think it's a guy with a cell phone? You know, John Malkovich uh, line of fire style assembling it. And, no, it's probably a pretty big effort to make it happen. Yeah. But but they're making it happen and now they just took a shot at the vice president. Someone did. Someone did. Yeah. And it was enough that uh, the rumor is that it, they actually got Kamala. Now, what they'll come out and say is, oh, some personnel in the entourage. 
but why didn't Kamala go on to Vietnam like she's supposed to? Remember, I said August would be wild, and I'd like to stop being right. But and I'm not I'm not acting like a prophet. I'm not saying anything. None of those things. Um, I just felt that it was going to be wild. But I did just say kind of you know, hey, um, if I was if I was in Kamala's tribe, if I was in the details or whatever on the plane, I wouldn't be on that plane. Because when you add things up and what's happening is, and this could be us doing it, and we could have been doing it to our own people around the world, kind of knowing that we wanted this scenario to present and have covering fire. You know, I think that might have that might be something that you could assign to the virus, that the, the, the so-called civilized nations of the West decided to infect their own most vulnerable population um, to get rid of them, get them off the public dole, get rid of the fat, the sick, the elderly, um, free up some economy, and then also at the same time to exert massive controls out of fear. Why would China want to do that? That would, that would in a certain way, we've talked about that, that would be actually cutting us a break and freeing us up. So maybe we did it to ourselves. And maybe this is another in- incident of doing it to ourselves. Now, why would we do that? Well, um, I think some people thought Joe might go the whole four years. Most people did not. I think with Joe, we're down to, I thought, days. But I think some people might say weeks. I think they're trying to hold on. But it's clear that this man is done. He's lost his marbles, and he's a danger. I don't think he'll survive Afghanistan. And if Afghanistan goes as sideways as it looks like it's about to go, there's no way that he can survive that. Now, who stands to benefit? Well, uh, Kamala would, and then after her, Nancy Pelosi would. Is that what you mean? But you're Nancy Pelosi, and you're pretty ruthless. That's for sure. You're pretty ruthless. And we were just talking, someone was talking last night um, on Tim Pool about Gavin Newsom, and they were saying that, you know, that they initially were told by insiders that there was no way Newsom would lose because Newsom will do anything to get elected. The word used was ruthless. And I think we did see with the election shenanigans and using the worst time in America with a pandemic to to take that to um, stone our liberties so that we can't have them, to use those and manipulate them for themselves. Like that, that's pretty ruthless. Now, Larry Elder seems to be doing really well because people hate Gavin Newsom's guts so much. I can't, I can't under stress that point and Larry Elder is just awesome yeah he's in his great own right. yeah he's so, great yeah I'm I so love excited. Larry Elder I was pretty depressed when it looked like it was just Bruce Jenner calling himself Caitlyn Jenner running I was like uh this is like but now you know like once Larry Elder yeah, threw Bruce, his hat in the ring I was like yay Bruce was a psyop Bruce yeah. was a psyop and yeah. you knew Bruce was a psyop because on the day of the election he's shooting like a reality television yeah. news show on the other side of the country so he didn't care exactly he's a um ironically um so anyways uh and when you say can i ask real quick when you say and it even caused brain damage like not that you're an expert but do you mean like permanent brain damage that's what i've heard that it causes brain damage wow yeah it's pretty it's pretty severe so if you're nancy and you're sitting there two heartbeats away from the president Mm -hmm. and you're gonna need this stuff because i think um, if the America Firsters, not the Republicans, get in charge, there's going to be some inquisitions. There's going to be some. There's going to be a lot coming Nancy's way and her family's way, 
And I think her only way out of that is the presidency, just like it might have been Joe Biden's only way. So you Joe Joe's an easy one. Joe just goes bye bye. Joe goes bye bye anytime the vice president wants to get rid of Joe. And I have a feeling if you look at that picture of Kamala on Saturday when they came out to address Afghanistan, I wonder if she actually did try to 25th them and it didn't go down well. Um, Nancy, I have no doubt that when she tries to 25 Joe, it'll work because she, you know, call her what you want. She seems to be an alcoholic, seems to be loosey goosey, but whoever is organizationally behind her and she is ruthless, like they're mafia level tactics. Mm -hmm. So when they want to make it happen, they're going to make it happen. So if you remove Kamala now, and I, I have a strong feeling Kamala's not coming back from Southeast Asia. She may come back, may not be Kamala, as in like, you know, maybe they scrambled her brains and then you got to move Nancy in um, or they might get more violent about it. I don't know. I mean, in a perfect world, they'll have her go to California and then another one of those uh, FBI operations will do something horrible while live streaming and calling the police to make sure that they know that it's a MAGA person doing it. So there's no doubt about it. We can all see it on the Internet. And then a terrible thing happens. And um, martial law, we can lock down on people. And oh, my gosh, Nancy Pelosi is now the vice president and Joe's not doing so hot. Hello, President Nancy. So. It's got to be some kind of signal-based weapon because it's it's working in those things. And it just went after the effective president of the United States. And that that is not a bigger story that, that we're talking about masks and lockdowns and you dirty others are killing us and, Passport. and passports and we need to do all these things. And the president of the United States effectively was just attacked. And there is seeming to be some kind of coup. And Afghanistan is melting down into what could be a colossally bad situation. And then there's the supply chain. Go get some chicken wings. Everybody's post. I, I posted something like that about that last night on Facebook, and everybody is talking about this devastation to the supply chain. Oh, and here's another weird one. In Kamala's speech, she told everybody, "Make sure to buy Christmas presents now, before the supply chain and and climate change in China." So they know it's coming, and they have orchestrated this destruction. So I have a feeling September's going to be worse. Yeah, I think. You I mean, unless there's some. Yeah, I'd anyway. said that all along. I just didn't think we'd make it through August. We're close to the end of August, and it has exceeded my expectations. But nothing has happened that would cause me to think like we've hit bottom. There's going to be a change. Uh, the marshal is coming to town. Things are going to be straightened out. No, I think September is going to be even wilder. And, uh, you know, there's got to be a bottom or an end or a sea change at some point. But I don't see it on the horizon. And I see, you know, some pretty severe stuff happening that causes even crazier stuff to happen. And maybe that's all by design so that they can then offer you a savior and walk it back just a little bit. So that now you're happy to wear the mask, now that you're happy to wear the vaccine, now that you're happy with the shutdowns, you just kind of have some semblance of normalcy back. Maybe you get to take the mask off and then you'll be grateful. And we go, but like, just remember that Stalin chicken plucking story. You're the chicken right now. You're getting plucked. Yeah. So don't, 
run back to Stalin and eat out of his hand now. <laughs> is that the moral of the story? I think the moral of the story is violence. Mm. And I just don't see how it's going to change either way. On both sides, I don't say like I don't say that to go be violent. I'm just saying you're not getting your freedoms back without violence. I can tell you that. And they're not expecting you to bow the knee, to assume the collar, and they're ready with the violence. So either way, either side, violence is coming. I just see it. Yeah. You know, unless America just collectively says, "Well, yeah, you're right. Uh, we are we are the you know whatever it is. like." the deception that we are the first world nation right now, which we are, we have a lot of power. Um, but like people just like accepting like, well, this is as good as it gets. I'll take this and I won't fight back. But what you don't realize is like after that, it's the cancer has set in and you're just going to lose and lose and lose and lose until like you're about 70 or 80 and you're being warehoused inside a giant hospice because you're sick and they decided that you weren't worth the cancer meds. And so you're in like about a 12-person bay and everything smells like poop. And they don't change the light bulb, so half the back room is dark. But but you're you're happy because you're in the lit half of the room. And that means, you know, like you kind of get a draft from the doorway. So when they bring your slop, it doesn't necessarily smell like everybody's death and feces. And that's kind of where it's going to end for you. And all of us, if we don't, take it back right now well after that i'm i'm ready to fight to the death (laughs) yeah that's where it's going i hate to say it but that's where it's going that is the podcast we love you hang in there